Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. We are live. We are in full effect. I'm doing a sound check if you hear a little feedback here. All right, perfect. I can be heard. Yay, welcome, welcome ahead to the best time of your week ahead of time. We're live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency and this is your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology. Yay! I'm so happy. Y'all know I love this. So I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm thankful to be here. And I'm thankful for your listenership, your faithful, um, continuous listenership. There would be no show without the faithful ones um, that have been riding with me. We're going on two years now, y'all. Two years of staying ahead. For what? To keep from having to get ahead. It's a beautiful thing. Shout out to all my mama's babies who have subscribed. They took that leap and they went down in the episode information and clicked on subscribe because they wanted to join the Mama's Babies Nation for personalized weekly phone consultations and weekly transit reports ahead of time. They're staying ahead with me, so Shout out to you guys because we're in the trenches together week in and week out. And it's a beautiful thing to see us uh, continue to master our destiny, utilizing nature, utilizing astrology, utilizing the very same moon that you can, as a matter of fact, it's been out real visible during the daytime uh, here lately. The moon, I believe it's still in Libra. And so that's, I know that's been boding well for everybody. Libra being Venus ruled is a beautiful sign for the moon to be in and for us to be emotionally satisfied to, you know, endeavor to get along, endeavor to harmonize and balance and compromise and reach a um, a place where it's an it's a air sign Libra is. So it's definitely us being emotionally satisfied to um, reach agreements so good energy going on right now with the moon in Libra. Um, shout out, of course, we always pay homage, give honor and thanks and praise to our divine righteous ancestors, for without whom we would not be here. And super special shout out <laughs> to Brother Ampu. Um, Y'all show him some love. Y'all show him some love. It's this special time of the year, this time of the year. Yes, Valentine's, all that, Aquarius season. So y'all show him some love if you uh, see him around social media. I know um, Hip Hop -hop Astrology TV on YouTube and Twitter and um, Noble Ampu Galileo on Facebook, you have got to send him some love today, 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 okay? Um, Because we are so thankful for his divine essence being here and for the opportunity another week 
to come before you and to dialogue with you guys about the week ahead. I haven't had um, any online callers in a while. It seems like every time I go to pick up the line, the hand goes down, and I'm just thinking and hoping that that's because I am able to successfully to communicate to you guys in in language and terminology that is easy to over and understand. Um, but I actually do see a hand up uh, right now in the queue, so why don't we check in with caller from 207. Peace, you're live and on the air with Mama Dada. Hi, how are you? I am wonderful. Who am I speaking with? My name is Cindy. Hi, Cindy. I'm doing quite well. How are you? I am good. Good. What brings you to the show today? Well, I have a, a strong interest in astrology, and uh, I just uh, landed upon your site and thought, oh, this sounds interesting. Yes, it is quite interesting. Uh, we do forecasting here um, on this channel for the week ahead astrological mm-hmm. event. So today we're going to be talking about events going on from the 19th to the 25th which does include Mercury ingressing into Pisces. Um, so it, it's definitely astro talk here. It's spiritual talk. It's metaphysical talk, occult chatter, chat, and um, and everything in between. And I just try to bring it in layman's terms so people can easily understand that astrology has not been something that everyone has thought uh, you could partake in you know, and indulge in without a lot of stigma and fear and a lot of negative things associated with it. So I enjoy coming on here every week for almost two years now um, just to kind of help destigmatize it (laughs) to where it can just be everyday common language that we're talking in these astrological terms and and spiritual terms as well. So I'm glad you That's found true. us. Welcome, yeah, welcome. I think, yeah, it's, it's focusing on on the, what's happening at the moment rather than going Absolutely. on, you know, to, than predicting so far out in the future that uh, you lose people. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, even staying ahead one week has proven, um, you know, just challenging enough for myself, my mama's babies that, you know, that alone, if you're able to stay a month ahead, six months ahead, a year ahead, great. We do look that far ahead. Um, it's eclipse season now. So a lot of what I've been discussing with people who have partaken in the eclipse package and things like that, it actually is regarding six months from now when eclipse season occurs again and we get to take another look at these energies that are going on right now. So, yeah, we, we've gotten out to about six months, and if it's your solar return around this time, it'll be a year. We're looking, I've been looking with some people a year out. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but here on the show, yes, we just take it slow, baby steps, a week at a time. <laughs> so, once again, thank you so much for joining us and raising your hands to add content to the show. I definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much, Cindy. And if you'd like, thank I you. can place you back on hold, and you can check out the rest of the show. That would be great. Okay, okay, wonderful. Thank you again, Cindy. Peace. Thank you. Wonderful. Hey, I miss um, talking to you guys. So, yeah, thank you um, once again, Cindy. 
Um, for everyone else who, like I said, I see people raising their hands and they're still on the line, but the hand goes down, so I just assume that you guys are getting the answers to the questions that you're having. That is my endeavor when I'm preparing for the show is to make sure I'm able to break it down. That's why when the spirit moves and I get on one topic a little longer, you know, and can't fit everything in and have to kind of pick it back up in the next show, that's why, because I'm going with the flow, and my whole point, there's no point in me getting on here if y'all, if I'm going to just be speaking a foreign language to you guys and you don't understand, and that's about two hours wasted. <laughs> so with that being said, let us roll, rock and roll. Wow, y'all, it's eclipsed it. Like I was just um, reca- recapping with Cindy, it's eclipse season. Boy, is it eclipse season. February 2017, wrapping up, we just had the on the 10th, we just had the full moon, lunar eclipse in Leo. So they, you got to really look at these eclipses, be it three of them, like we had last time that run together. We had a full moon, a solar new moon, and we had another full moon. A, 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 they came in a set of three last time, which was about August and September of 2016. This time we've got two, it's only two, and it's the one we just had on the 10th, the full moon lunar eclipse in Leo, and it's the one coming up on the 26th, the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces. Y'all have no idea. I'm about to, I'm already ready already. Y'all know I stay ahead. And this time I got something for y'all. I got something for y'all. I will run down all the details next week, so tune in. If you ain't never tuned in, make sure you tune in next week. We're not only going to be discussing all the astrology surrounding the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces that you do not want to miss, but you definitely don't want to miss this challenge coming up. Hey, challenge. And I know, I know this. I know that taking on a challenge in Pisces season, by the time this challenge, this challenge is going, I, I don't want to give it all away. But it's going. We're, it, we're going to be completing this challenge in Pisces season. The final 21 days, those same 21 days, it is said that it takes to formulate and get in the groove of a habit. We're going to be taking these final 21 days of Pisces season, leading into spring equinox. Y'all know it's celebration around here. If you know astrology, you know when. The spring is ready to spring out. When spring, once spring has sprung, it's on. That's when Aries season begins. That's the Aries is the first sign of the entire zodiac of the twelve zodiac signs. It's the very first one, and so it's that energy. It's that energy of being. What do I always say about Aries around here and Mars? Aries and Mars stay ready to go. It's that energy that's ready to spring out and spring forth, okay? And so we're going to go on a 21-day journey together. I really, you know, when 2017 um, started, I really, you know, social media, I put a little post up on Twitter, you know, about um, uh, posting to Twitter more. You can find me there at Astro. Uh, Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook, and Mama Dada Astrology on Instagram, 
But I remember putting a post up like, you know, I'm going to do this more and all this stuff. And as stuff is coming up, you know, eclipse seasons are powerful. They're powerful stimuli. I'm putting making it plural because I have to include this lunar eclipse in Leo we just had on the 10th with the one here on the 26th that I'm so excited about. I'm so excited about the the new solar new moon eclipse because it has that same feel. It has that same feel of Aries and Mars and spring, a new moon. It's new, a new opportunity to plant new seeds and, and sow new energetic seeds and, and new mental seeds and new communicative seeds to the universe to say, this is what I want. I did my full moon lunar eclipse in Leo-ish. And I got to, as that moon was steady decreasing, visible, visibly decreasing, from our vantage point with each day that it appeared to be smaller and smaller, I did my releasing. I did my shedding. I did my letting go. I did my accepting and forgiving. I did my surrendering. I did my clearing out. I did my detoxing. I'm giving y'all hints to what this 21-day challenge is going to be like because to the degree that we take this time seriously between now and the 26th when all things will become new again, then and, and really put some stank on it for the next six months. You see what I'm saying? We're setting the tone for the next six months. This is not a joke. This is not a game. This is not your ordinary full moon season. Come on. I know every full moon, we got what, about two weeks until that new moon comes again. You know, two weeks, whatever the light of the full moon shed illumination on for us, whatever the light of that full moon culminated for us, I'm here to tell you, if you didn't get your answer by the full moon and if you didn't get your answer by the full moon lunar eclipse in Leo, regarding events, situations, circumstances, relationships going on over the past six months, you, it, you, then that's your answer right there. It's, it's not forthcoming. <laughs> or basically the answer is no. So what you going to do then? Then you say, okay, well, it didn't show up or manifest or culminate for me by, by this full moon lunar eclipse in Leo so I'm going to let it go. I'm going to clear space out so I can do something new over the next six months and, ha- and, and hopefully have a different outcome and result, especially if you're doing it from a standpoint of conscious awareness. That's the beautiful thing about astrology is once you know, for me, it's like once I know, I can't unknow. Now I know that Mars is associated with certain things in Aries, and now I know that Venus and Taurus is associated with certain things in the second house, and now I know that Gemini and Mercury is associated with certain things, associated with certain things in the third house regarding communication and, you know, my local neighborhood and neighbors and all this stuff. Like now I know that everything in this existence has astrological, spiritual, however you want to term it. Don't get hung up on the word astrology. Don't get hung up on the term astrological terms because all it is is a language that is utilized to describe everyday events, everything. I've been talking to you all for, for the past few episodes about political events. 
in, in very vague terms because we can break it down in certain ways, you know, off the air, but even that, just all in your face, can't miss it. For those who have eyes to see, you can't miss it. For those who have ears to hear, like the faithful ones that have been riding with me for almost two years now, we can't. We don't miss. We don't miss. And and my mama's baby's so cold. <laughs> Shout out to my mama's babies. They so cold. We so cold. Even when it looked like we done missed. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's just us hitting again. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Shout out to my mama's baby that just had a solo return and and thought that, oh, you know, when I talk to you, I've talked to you all before about solar returns and Venus returns and these returns when they come around and the, and the energetic sensitivity that surrounds the exact time of that return, give or take a day. These are precious, sensitive times when you need to be preserving your energy, protecting your energy, making sure you experiencing the energy during those sensitive times that you want to be experiencing throughout the duration of the return for a solar one, that's a year. For a Venus one, tend to come back around uh, almost every two years, closer to the time frame of Mars returns, happen every two years. You setting the tone for that whole next cycle when this time sensitive time comes around. And so that's when you see this is some of the, the, the practical benefits of just being in tune with nature. Let's just take the term astrology out. All it is is being in tune with nature, being in tune with natural energy, being in tune with you and all your parts and components, being in tune with the Mars in you, being in tune with the Mercury in you, being in tune with the Venus in you, and to the degree that you're in tune with all these entities and energies within yourself and begin to recognize them and begin to recognize how you can consciously and, and with awareness choose how you want to engage with these energies, then that's the degree you begin to easily perceive and recognize it outside of yourself because you get to the degree that's that's every time I show up I say the same thing mama daughter astrology exists so that we may know thyself ourselves astrologically it's just another lens to see yourself through if you're on a journey and quest to know thyself anyway then you'll be happy when astrology come along because you get to See yourself through these different lenses, different energetic lenses, and you get to see yourself within a, a, a realm where you have control and power over you, your mind, your love nature, your social nature, your uh, power nature, your ability to transform. We all have a natal Pluto somewhere. Are you working it out? Before you even get to Pluto, we got we all have a natal Mars somewhere. Are you working that out? The actions that you take and realizing with awareness the weight that every action you take holds and the power that it holds, the the power each word that you speak holds to create what I talked to y'all about last week to create the life of your dreams 
or to create your own self-made hell nightmare on whatever street you live on. The power is within us, and that's all I'm here to really point y'all to when I talk about all this stuff. Uh, From last week, we only had one major item to discuss. That was the sun ingressing into Pisces. That happens here on Saturday the 18th, okay? A week later, Mercury goes into Pisces. That's really the only thing we got on the calendar for the week ahead. I do have a minor aspect in the week ahead I want to mention to you guys. It's so beautiful. It's a contact between Mercury and its higher octave Uranus, and it is a sextile, y'all. So we're going to take divine opportunity to work that out. Uh, I know y'all have been familiarizing y'all with this Mercury energy uh, mixed in with this Uranus energy because clearly Uranus governs Aquarius where Mercury is going through right now. Like I'll discuss with you in the week ahead, it's moving from Aquarius, the 11th sign, into Pisces on the 25th and our week ahead, the final sign of the zodiac. So let's see. I'm pretty sure we got through everything last week. Um, I'm moving Libra right now. Hold on, y'all. Y'all know I'm right here with y'all. The moon's in Libra right now. Okay, yeah. And uh, it's it's, it's going to go void in Libra tonight, and it'll be in Scorpio as of uh, early tomorrow rising. So we should get some good rest tonight because the moon will be void. Probably by the time you see your head on the pillow, um, goes void. 7.54 p.m. Central and 12.41 a.m. Central goes into Scorpio. So, yeah, the, the... I don't know how your relationships have been going, but with, like I said, with the moon being in Libra right now, it, it has bode very well for a lot of social contacts that I have for sure. Just beautiful, blissful Libras and air signs, so just I'd exchange of ideas and beautiful ideas being ruled by Venus adds that art, adds, adds that beauty, adds that um, element of creativity. So I just love it. I've been loving it. Um I think I mentioned mostly everything else in the week um in the in the week ahead last week uh with the sun going in the Pisces. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is this is definitely not gonna when I and I know I mentioned it last week, when the sun's in Pisces, y'all, that's the last sign. That's the sign of ending because it's the last sign. You could easily co- um correspond it that way. So ending, last final sign, so there's a big hint there that you're not necessarily doing something new, not brand new, okay, Um, in Pisces season, unless it's related to Pisces things, okay. If you're doing something new pertaining to, it is a solar new moon eclipse in Pisces that that we have coming up. So, I mean, that wouldn't be too far-fetched, and and we need to be thinking about that. What new thing, especially when you're talking about the new thing, that you want to, new seeds you want to sow and, and, and things you want to initiate for the next six months. It is an eclipse. It will affect the next six months. So it's something to think about. I shared with one of my ba- mama's babies this week a book that I j- attracted to myself um, right at the last new moon. It was right before the Aquarius new moon, and I go into a bookstore, used book, and I always go into this use bookstore and just go to the, straight to the astrology section. I already know where it is, the metaphysical section. 
and I just see if there's anything that stands out that I haven't seen before that looks like it's, you know, have some interesting information I haven't necessarily come across. And I am drawn to a $7 book, um, marked down to $7, specifically about New Moon Astrology. I had to get it. So I'm going to thumb through here real quick just for two seconds because I want y'all to kind of get a glimpse of how I go into these new moon seasons and why I I and my mama's babies are so successful in getting what we want. This These lunations, <laughs> these lunar cycles, full moon, new moon, every month like clockwork, woman's menstrual cycle every month like clockwork, oh, baby, it's some magic in that. And if you didn't know, you, now you know. And so uh, just for a quick example, Pisces. Just like the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces we have coming up on the 26th of this month, what I and my mama's babies are going to be doing is we're going to be focusing on Piscean themes as we uh, initiate, incorporate, and write down our new moon in Pisces solar eclipse intentions that we want to see manifest as quickly as two weeks after that new moon in Pisces, and 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 uh, even include some longer-term goals and intentions that we wouldn't mind seeing manifest over the next six months, okay? So this book reminds me, I, I love this book because, and I've only had it for a month now, but because it, I love keyword, I love words, period, I'm a word nerd. And then this book includes a lot of key words that you may not, that don't always come directly to mind when you think about Pisces. I just said endings. I think about spirituality. I think about um, meditation and prayer. I think about confinement and solitary. So let, let's go through what this book um, suggests for some key words. And then I'll give you a, an example or two about affirmations or intentions or or stating to the universe what you want in a season. Look, this is key. Doing it inside of a season where energetic seeds are being sown. So then you jump in line, oh, I want to sow my energetic seeds. I want to tell the universe what I want. I want to write down my affirmations and put it in a sacred special place and say a prayer over it and fully expect it to be manifest in the next two weeks to six months. I'm about to show you how to do it, okay? Some of the Pisces keywords that this particular author um, sets forth and reminds us of is Minister Jude's favorite keyword, imagination, the imagination guru himself, um, inner happiness, psychic sensitivity, uh, truth, mystic awareness. This makes me think of, uh, I believe Brother Ampu said, he uh, hip-hop astrology TV on YouTube, and he just put out a video about the whole um, Cameron and Jim Jones thing, and I believe he did mention that um, Jim Jones's moon is in Pisces and that if he tapped into his natural abilities, he could be very psychic sensitive, and that's what Pisces does um, denote, psychic sensitivity. Another thing is trust and mystic awareness, um, spiritual healing, 
compassion. I love that. Um, my One of my favorite key words that I don't see here um, is unconditional love. So, yes, compassion, selflessness, doing things without expecting anything in return. You're just doing it from the unconditional love that overflows from your heart. And then um, Pisces here also is relating to releasing helplessness. Come on, push through. You getting excited about Pisces new moon season yet? You getting excited about the next six months yet? Okay, if not, hold on, because I'm about to add some more to it for you. Now, when I say these key words, I want you to be thinking of what do I need or want? relating to these key words because this solar new moon eclipse in Pisces that's coming up is going to be prime time, your time, to set some new intentions, plant some new seeds, and put some actions to your intentions and believe that you're achieving them with each action that you take that is in alignment with what you're stating to the universe that you want and enjoy either by that next full moon or, you know, sometime in between now and six months from now, enjoying the blissful benefits of receiving exactly. That's the beautiful thing about writing it down because you get to go back and prove to yourself that the magic works if you work it, okay? Um, Pisces uh, rules elusive state. The book um, includes keywords such as confusion, sleep, fantasy, imagination, and chaos. And I know you're saying, well, what new intentions do I want to sit around confusion and chaos? And that's why I love how she words these sample or example affirmations or, or um, intentions for the new moon. For example, one she uh, wrote says, I want to easily find myself dealing with times of confusion in a constructive way that leads to growth. Now, how about that? Come on, push through. I love it. Uh, Another one she says is, I want to easily find myself replacing fantasy with constructive action to bring about the things that I want in my life. And I love that one because I know, a lot of times when you're moving around in these Piscean waters where imagination lies and dreams lie and um, sleep lies, you can find yourself, well, how do I, you know, and set some solid intentions in this really watery area of space, in this, in this area of space where it's hard to pin anything down. Really? How do I pin down an intention? And even more so, how do I pin down a manifestation of that intention? And, and I love how some of the examples she includes kind of just incorporates that in, in, into the intention. It's built into it, the constructive action that I was just saying is built into it. I love that. She's so on point. Pisces also rules joyful states, and those keywords include internal happiness, bliss, universal love, and ecstasy, okay? Um, Here's an example of one from that uh, group of keywords. I want to consciously and consistently experience the loving bliss within me. Ooh, <laughs> she did that because then she took it out of the realm of your ha- internal happiness coming from anywhere other than internal. Come on, bliss. I love it. 
Pisces, she says, also rules psychic sensitivity. And so the group of keywords she associates with that is emotional sensitivity, gentleness. Does that sound like Jim Jones? Awareness of subtle energies, misstates, and harmlessness. And one of example of those um, uh, intentions she put is, let's see. Ooh, okay. I want to easily find myself staying in my own kind, loving nature. Come on, we're not going to let nobody take us out of our compassionate nature. No matter what energy they're coming in, they can't take us out of ours. Come on, push through. I love this. Okay, Pisces also rules. Reliance on a higher power. We got spirituality governed in Pisces, and some of the keywords she gives for those is some of my favorite keywords for Pisces. Come on, surrender, trust, spiritual awareness, channeling of spiritual power. And one of the example um, intentions she sets um, with this one is, uh, I want to easily find myself. How about this one? I want to easily surrender all worries and anxieties into the healing hands of a higher power. Come on. I want to attract, recognize, and begin spending time with those who are on a spiritual path that is similar to my own. Now, y'all, I don't know if y'all really get why I'm getting this excited because y'all know I'm about to Y'all know I'm about to mess up this uh, solar new moon eclipse in Pisces, especially when, now what I'm talking to y'all about is real general, real general, but it works, works if you work it. If you have the audacity to actually then break it down into where this solar new moon eclipse in Pisces is hitting in your particular chart, then you can customize it and specify it and break it down even further and more specific and accurate to the energies that are already um, operating in your life over the next six months. You can be dead in line with that. Not dead, literally, y'all, but just directly in line with that. Um, I think this is – I got a few more, y'all, because I just want to have on record here on the radio show um, some things that y'all can – no matter when you listen to this, in between now and the 26th of this month, February, then I'm giving you the keys. Come on, Pisces, and give them the keys. Pisces is that last sign. You got to be a – I used to say this about Pisces all the time. You got to be a bad mofo to carry the other 11 signs on your back. You don't have to go through 1 through 11 just to see Pisces. <laughs> That's why Pisces can merge with all – any. You can't be anything that is not equal to or can be merged with Pisces. Pisces can merge with anything. That's why there's no boundaries in Pisces. Come on. It, is, it represents the all, the one. Okay? And so the, don't let the water, the fact that it's a water sign fool you. <laughs> All right. Uh, she says that Pisces rules spiritual healing, and so that the key word she includes for that is quiet time. Come on, I talk about meditation and prayer. She puts the meditation and yoga, uh, desire for inner peace, angelic assistance, spiritual purification. Uh, let's see one of the example intentions she says. 
I want to experience the healing power of love. Yes. I want to easily attract, recognize, and begin attending the right yoga class for me at least however many days a week. I want to find myself fully receptive to the support and influence of the angels, my spirit guides. I love it. Come on. We got two, uh, We got three more left. Pisces rules unconditional love. I told y'all that was my favorite. So those key words include, of course, compassion, acknowledging oneness, that I just said, acceptance, tolerance. You are one with any and everything. Come on. This Pisces season and this next six months can really be powerful, y'all, because I know Pisces rules fears. I know that's probably coming up next. But it does not have to be a nightmare. The next six months don't have to be a nightmare. The next two weeks after the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces don't have to be a nightmare. It can, it can be a dream come true. It can be a sweet fantasy. But you have to engage with this Pisces. That's why I'm breaking. Why you think I'm taking the time to break the Pisces energy down? Because that's what's going to put you in a position to be able to choose. That's why when you listen to your tarot readers, y'all know I'm coming for y'all. I have already did a tarot reading with all my mama's babies for the next six months. And I've been hit. I didn't hit the cards don't never lie. You better ask them. They don't never lie. And in that same vein, I'm saying, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm breaking down these energies so you can choose to consciously engage them the way you want to. I was mentioning the tarot because I've heard a lot of tarot readers say, you know, one of them, she says, my cards don't know what you want to know. And another one, she says, uh, you know, you're not subject to these cards. Uh, she says, my, my readings are uh, readings of avoidance. If I read something to you that you don't like or don't want to hear or don't want to experience, guess what? You're not a robot. Guess what? You're not an imbecile. Guess what? You're not just a dang uh, uh, feather in the wind. You actually get to take the information, your awareness, your conscious awareness of an event, a thing that's what's so beautiful about astrology and staying ahead, knowing what time it is ahead of time. Because you get to say, oh, well, when this energy comes, when it finally comes around, oh, it's coming. <laughs> when this energy finally comes around, I'm going to engage it this way, just like with a tarot reading. If this actually comes up, I'm going to engage it this way. I get to choose. That's why I'm giving you keywords and examples because you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to engage with Pisces energy in its lower manifestations when you want to talk about uh, uh, being intoxicated and inebriated. That's the uh, lower manifestation of Pisces under the influence. You so riddled with fear, you stay drunk. You so riddled with fear, you keep an IV fluid line going of the latest alcohol or malt beverage. Oh, that's Pisces too. It's just a manifestation, trust me, that you don't want. Not when it's your, we're talking about higher powers. We're talking about, you know, uh, emotional sensitivity. Come on. You think when you're under the influence that you're not open and susceptible to entity, lower entities? Which entities do you think you're going to access setting up drunk? 
the high ones, the high vibrational ones? Probably not. Probably not. Some lower, other lower manifestations of Pisces, lying. <laughs> That's why one of the key words she points out is trust. Because there's unconditional love available in Pisces that ain't got nothing to do with trying to get over on nobody. That ain't got nothing to do with you trying to live multiple lives at the same time and don't want to tell the truth to nobody. Some lower manifestations of Pisces is the, uh, some of the keywords even she mentioned, confusion and chaos. You can get up in Pisces season and be confused and chaotic if you want to, or you can get up in Pisces season and be creative. Come on and push through with that higher manifestation of Pisces where it's artistic creativity with no bounds. Erica Badu is a Pisces. When her creativity going to stop? Y'all tell me when. Ain't, ain't no end. Ain't no boundaries in Pisces. Tell me, where is the boundary of your imagination? Ain't no boundaries. I'm telling y'all ahead of time, if Pisces season come up, it officially begins this weekend, Saturday. If Pisces season come up and you in all manner of chaos and confusion, you lying, being lied to, you stay under the influence of something at all times, that's a, that's a flag. That's a flag, and it's a flag that says lower vibration, lower vibration. And then at that point you get to choose because you're hearing it now, so it's going to stick out to you. Okay, do I really want to get drunk right now, or do I really want to transcend through meditation right now, or do I really want to transcend through a long, hot, bath with all of my oils and flowers and essences, or do I, do I want to escape in that way since uh, infinitely higher than staying under the influence all the time? Do I want to transcend my reality in these ways where it only leads to more chaos and confusion, or do I want to transcend my reality in ways like suggested in this book? Come on with these Pisces keywords because you can transcend your reality through forgiveness. The reality may be that somebody hurts you, but you can transcend that reality. That's why Pisces can merge with anything because it don't matter. The very thing you're afraid of, you can merge with it. That's why Pisces 12th house can represent self-undoing and hidden enemies because sometimes the hidden enemy is you. Sometimes you are the only one self-sabotaging your own self, and you can't see it because it's hidden. You don't want to see it for what it is because you want to stay in an altered state of reality. But little do people know that they can get that, that they can get higher and better results by engaging with this energy in a higher way, in a higher consciousness, in ways that don't end and lead to addictions that Pisces on this lower side can talk about too. So let me keep going. Forgiveness, understanding, non-judgmental thinking, tolerance, acceptance, compassion, acknowledging oneness. Some examples for intentions there. I want to easily find myself remembering that everyone is doing the very best they can with the information and tools they have. 
I want wisdom leading to loving people unconditionally. I want to easily find myself understanding why others are where they are without judgment. I want to easily find myself responding with compassion to those who are in need. Um, Pisces, she says, also rules victim mentality. Come on and release that. Defeatist attitudes, what I I just talked about, self-undoing, where you're your own worst hidden enemy. Defeatist attitudes, procrastination, addictions, I just said, panic attacks, deception, disappointments. We releasing all of that. I love it. What I say, if we're doing something new in Pisces season that's related to Piscean things, like endings, like letting things go, then it's it's right on time. Uh, Some of the example affirmations here. I want all tendencies to self-deception, come on, hidden enemy, and deceiving others easily lifted from me. Mm, mm, mm. I want to easily find myself free of the addiction too, including but not limited to drugs, alcohol, smoking, watching television, staying on the gram. Come on, addiction. I told you all just a couple weeks ago I had to delete some of the apps off my phone. Because that'll, that'll sure, sure, that's another form of escapism. I told, I told you all at the beginning of this show, astrology encompasses everything. And we're talking about it right here today. Um, I want to easily find myself saying no when it is in my overall best interest to do so. I want all feelings of helplessness easily lifted from me. I want the habit of playing the victim role easily lifted from me. I want the habit of procrastination totally lifted from me. I want all feelings of disappointment replaced by the recognition that everything is working toward my highest good. I merge with everything. Pisces also rules matters of restoring health. Isn't that wonderful? Does anybody need in the next two weeks from the solar um, solar new moon eclipse in Pisces to, uh, from two weeks to six months from then want their health or need their health to be restored, then this is the Pisces solar new moon eclipse for you. Um, some key words she um, correlates with that is cold, um, feet, bunions, and corns push through, lymphatic system, poisoning, and toxicity. What that sound like? A lot of these same areas that can be afflicted if we engage this Pisces energy on its lower vibration. But some of the uh, affirmations she says is, um, I want to, let's see, easily find myself taking action, yes, come on, that leads to my successfully restoring my whatever area of the body that's ruled by Pisces back to perfect health and beauty. Uh, Pisces definitely governs the the feet, okay, but any cold, lymphatic system um, and poisoning or toxicity, which you can include, come on, when you're really, as you're releasing and letting go in this season of releasing and letting go, because y'all know uh, that from the 10th, when we have the full moon lunar eclipse in Leo, through the new moon that we're going to be talking about in depth, the astrology of it in depth next week on the 26th. From the 10th to the 26th, it's that releasing. The moon is waning. It's uh, appearing smaller in the sky every night. So that's the time for releasing and letting go. But 
Then we get from the point of the 26th into Pisces new moon season for the next month after that. So it still has a very heavy overtone of releasing and letting go. Why? Because Pisces is the 12th sign of letting go and accepting and surrendering and releasing. So this is what we're doing now. We're going to be doing more of it in the new season, but the difference is after the 26th, we're going to be sowing new seeds for the releasing and the surrendering and the forgiving and the compassion and the understanding and the imagination that we're going to be exploring on much higher levels, okay? And so that's about all I wanted to share with you from the book. I definitely, um, uh, if you, you've you got access to me in the um, episode description information, that if uh, you want to connect with me, you can one-click access me, and I will give, be more than happy to share any information, including uh, information about that book with you. So thank you all for indulging me. We're pretty much at the halfway point with about an hour left to go. So by all means, if you're listening online, feel free to call in, 818-369-0368. As well, um, if you're listening, on, um, if you're calling in, which I see you guys on the line and you have a question or comment, just want to add content to the show, just want to say peace to me. Um, that's awesome, too. I appreciate all of the astral love gifts in whatever form they come. If you want to send an astral love gift, you feel like this is your church every week. You just love listening. I heard from somebody this past week, the eclipse always brings people out from the, you know, the shadows, like creep listening. I've been listening to you in secret or private or not really letting myself be shown uh, for like over a year, and uh, I heard from somebody this week. They said their fam, their family listens to me. I was like, "Ooh, I be cussing," <laughs> but no, uh, they said they listen actually with their their parents. So that was powerful. I just appreciate you guys so much. And um, before we get deep, deep into the week ahead, we do have a quarter moon. I do want to mention that, y'all, because y'all know them quarter moons be showing up. We can act like it's all about the new and the full moons and that them quarter moons don't be on nothing, but every time they come around, oh, baby, it's time to, <laughs> it's time to turn a corner. So uh, after the sun goes into Pisces at 5.31 a.m. Central on Saturday, this Saturday the 18th, um, the moon does enter. It, by the time the sun goes into Pisces, the moon is void, okay? The moon will have been void since Friday 1.38 p.m. Central through Saturday 12.52 p.m. in the afternoon Central when it goes into SAD. So that's 23 hours and 14 minutes, almost 24 hours as of Friday afternoon that the moon's going to be void. So Friday night ain't that first date night. Mm-mm, not this one. And the moon's going to be void in Scorpio. It could be hot, passionate, and steamy, but it may not amount to anything. And you can't, you can't say Mama Dada didn't tell you. And so uh, Friday night, great, wonderful sleep. And then Saturday, by the time Saturday afternoon hits, yes, then we can step into that good weekend mode energy of Sagittarius is a, is a passionate fire sign. So we're definitely going to be ready to explore, go on adventures. We're going to be emotionally satisfied to enjoy our sense of humor as well as others. And um, just being positive and optimistic. This should be 
It's definitely after after Saturday afternoon. This should be a really powerful, positive, upbeat, um, energetic, enjoyable weekend. I already uh, Sagittarius also kind of deals with athletic athleticism, and I actually happen to be going to a couple of basketball games for my niece and nephew, which I'm so happy about. So I'm totally going to be indulging and emotionally satisfied by this moon and Sagittarius energy here over the weekend. And what I wanted to mention and make sure y'all knew about was the last quarter moon there on uh, Saturday, 1.33 p.m. Central. And it's in Sag, of course. The moon will be in Sagittarius at that point with the sun in Pisces. So they're squaring. They're both mutable signs, both Sagittarius governing that ninth house and Pisces governing the twelfth. They are both mutable signs, and they're squaring each other causing a quarter moon when the moon and the sun are at 90-degree angle away from each other. And so um, this, is, this is that final turning of the corner before the new moon solar eclipse in Pisces on the 26th. This is just a week or so, of eight days prior to it on the 18th, where we get that final week after this quarter moon. We get this this final week to clear out how bad do you want something new? You show that in how how serious you are about clearing out. I was mentioning to a girlfriend of mine, I said, we were talking about relationships, and I was saying, and I believe this wholeheartedly, and I live this way, and I was sharing it with her. I said, you... Show the universe what you're ready for by showing the by making room for it. If you have a king queen size bed, whatever, and you're single, you're you're unmated, you're divorced, separated, whatever, you you're in the bed by yourself, and you got one side of the bed where you sleep, and the other side with books and papers and laundry you haven't folded up and trash and. Uh-uh, who going to be able to lay right there? Nobody. If you have a two-car garage and, you know, you're unpartnered right now and one side of the garage is where your car goes and the other side of the garage is boxes and, you know, equipment and old stuff, junk, who going to park their car right there? Nobody. And so the universe is the same way. When we have, when we have clutter, when when there's no room, you want a you want a man, but you steady killing time, wasting time with people you in your heart of hearts know that you don't even want. But then you want to be mad that you ain't got nobody. Why? Because you're waste you're keeping space occupied with what you don't want. And so you're telling the universe, well, I'm just going to chill with this for right now. And the universe here you is listening. You ain't got no room in your bed. You ain't got no room in your garage. And you don't have any room in your life or heart because you're wasting and killing time with people instead of preparing a space for what you say you want. And so that's what's so beautiful about this last quarter moon coming up here at the end of the week. Um, you know, we're turning corners, and we're turn- with the moon and Sag, we're going to be happy to do it. We're going to be so positive about doing it, and we're going to have faith. We're going to take that leap of faith that Sagittarius talks about that's needed to say, 
you know what, this can actually work in my favor. This can actually work out for me. The universe may actually be conspiring in my favor, but I may just need to turn a corner. I may just need to hit that final wall that says, okay, (laughs) I'm going to turn the corner now. I'm not going to keep trying to go straight because obviously it's time to do something different. Quarter moons talk about making an adjustment the final adjustment needed so you can have space cleared out. By the time this solar new moon eclipse in Pisces, we can have anything we want in the next two weeks to six months following this blasted eclipse. I want to cuss so bad, y'all. I'm trying to be sensitive to the fact that I just may have a family-friendly show going on. And so I appreciate y'all so much. I definitely don't want to turn anybody off or away, but I just get passionate. I get real passionate um, when these eclipse seasons are here, and I know that just like when I talked about the solar returns earlier, the Venus returns, the Mars returns, and the, that when you're in times that like those and like these that are energetically sensitive where it's, it always matters what you do and what you say and what you think. But in times like this, the reverberation lasts for so much longer. Why wouldn't you put your best foot forward? Why, would it, why do you think I'm spending time breaking it all down by key words and sections like this? You don't have an excuse. Why well, I don't have $7 to get that book. I just gave you samples out the wazoo. Use your Pisces imagination and take it the rest of the way. Link up with some other people. I just read the sample affirmation talking about linking up with people who are in tune spiritually with the same belief, similar beliefs as you. Come on, push through. I'm connected to a, a dear precious sister who has a community online that I pay into. You put your money where your mouth is when you really about that life. And every month, like clockwork, she, uh, she provides just like that book. It was so interesting. I uh, attracted this book to me because I already was in, um, in, in a direct contact with this dear sister who does that very same thing for her members. I think it's like $2 a month, y'all. It's crazy. She just wanted, she like me, she just wanted It was so long. For me personally, it was so long that I was affiliated with a religion that did not allow me to express myself freely. And everything I wanted to say and do was a sin. And when I found out that was a crock of crap (laughs) and that I could let my freak flag fly with reckless abandon and wasn't going to go to hell for it, then, you know, me, I, I, I came, you know, out into the surface and Brother Ampu pulled me on out. And I've, I've, I've connected since then to so many beautiful energies and entities that are on my same wavelength. They ain't trying to get all your monties. They trying to get you to see something so much grander and higher so you, so you can understand and understand it ain't about the months. It ain't about the money. <laughs> It ain't about the money, especially when you know magic, <laughs> when you know moon magic, when you know lunar magic. <laughs> so um, 
a happy, blissful last quarter moon in Sagittarius to you this weekend when um, the sun enters Pisces. It clearly, we're going to be sensing a lot of shifts on Saturday. You're going to know that in advance. This Saturday, we're going to be shifting because the sun is ingressing into a new sign. I love all my Aquariuses. Y'all know I do. I've been shouting y'all out all season long. But it's, it's Pisces' turn. It's that it's such a pivotal time, y'all, for so many reasons. But even just thinking about the sun going into Pisces and that being the last sign, in my study and observation and work I've done with my mama's babies over the last couple of years, I'm seeing that if you're having a 12th house or a Pisces transit, you might as well say you're having a 1st house or an Aries transit because guess what? Wherever there are endings. That's why I want y'all to get real excited about Pisces season and overstand and understand what I'm saying. I don't know why I'm so blissfully, overwhelmingly excited about Pisces, but my spirit and soul does, and I'm I'm cool with that. I'll un- overstand it better by and by as the season unfolds. We got about four weeks of the sun being in Pisces, and so. But I do know that wherever there are endings, wherever there is you clearing space, dare to clean off that side of the bed. Ain't nobody in right now today. Dare to do it in Pisces, in this season of the full moon, lunar eclipse in Leo. Dare to do it. And you know, maybe that's one of the new things you do regarding clearing out, cleaning out, accepting, releasing, surrendering in your solar new moon eclipse in Pisces season. I don't know. You have to be led by your higher self and your spirit for for the best results. Ain't nobody going to do it like you and can't nobody tell you like your higher self can tell you exactly how you need to roll. Others can, can give you uh, suggestions, guidelines, and advice and things that have worked for them. Um. But wherever there is this clearing away, gutting out, uh, detoxing, guess what that means? It's something coming. The the universe abhors a vacuum. What that means? It don't like it when you clear stuff out and don't put something in its place. It don't like it when there's a void and nothing filling it. So if you dare to face your fears, overcome your fears that you may have about surrendering, accepting, releasing, forgiving, letting go, then you get to see what's on the other side. How many things have you been afraid of that didn't actually kill you? Well, I don't like steaks, and I'm scared of this and that and the third. And and got around it or had to face that fear, and you're still here to live to tell the story. Well, guess what? That's the same thing with any fear. It's not real. It's in your mind. It's in, and it's being fueled by your emotions. That's why I want y'all to even conceptualize that you can take those same emotions, especially when you feel like you're wanting to escape. And instead of indulging something that's going to have you vibrating with these lower entities that consciously you would never consciously choose to engage with, that instead you take that same energy that says, you know what, I don't know what's on the other side of this. I don't know what this is ultimately going to mean for me once I take this step of faith, once I turn this corner after this weekend and take this leap of faith into into the unknown, into uncharted territory. 
But I, 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 with this Sag moon, I just am going to be emotionally satisfied to believe that it's all working out for my good and that the universe got me. If, if Pisces is compassionate and understanding and unconditional love and higher power, then I want to surrender to that, not the, the bottom of this bottle, not, you know, I mean, how long can you scroll through Twitter and Instagram <laughs> to you to say, I, I don't want to escape my reality anymore. I want to create the reality of my dreams. I want to create the reality I don't need to escape from. And I get a divine opportunity to do that at this solar new moon eclipse in Pisces that I've been getting y'all ready for. So we are going to jump out of this current week. I believe I saw somebody with their hands up and get into our week ahead. Yes, here we go. Caller from the 415. You are live and on the air with Mama Dada. Oh, let me, uh, there we go. Peace. Hi. 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 Thanks for taking my call. I I really You're like welcome. your show. I happen to always catch like little parts of it here and there. So, um uh-huh. Thank you for listening. You What's your name? Yeah. I like it. You're like super passionate. Um uh, my name is Jessica. I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Jessica from New Jersey. Thank you for calling in. What were you going to say or ask? So, uh, am I correct? You don't look at people's charts. It's just general questions, is that right? I absolutely do. I absolutely do look at people's charts. I just don't do it on the air. Yes, I answer general questions on the air, but um, I, I, off the air, I look into people's charts every day. <laughs> so yes, I do. Right. Right. I, okay. Yeah. So my my general question is. Um, so I have been noticing. I have been like really tired the last like week or so, and I guess I'm just sort of wondering: is that like normal and I'm also sort of going into this just rather than um, I'm in between like careers and Uh so I do a lot of like sort of hanging out and like just being in the park and just sort of relaxing Uh and maybe meditating or sitting on the couch watching TV or whatever Mm-hmm. So rather mm-hmm. than going into like the fight of that, of like, I want to be making money and like, I should be out there. I find myself, I guess, just sort of like surrendering to um, maybe this is what my life is, like these kind of ebbs and flows. And just wanted to see maybe if you could share anything about that. I don't know if that's enough information for you, but I'm that's just curious to hear what you have to say. Yeah, absolutely. Jessica, right? Is it Jessica? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I apologize. I just want to make sure I don't say your name wrong. Um, that is, you actually sound like one of my mama's babies, which is so powerful. I love that you said everything that you just said. It sounds like you're already uh, energetically and spiritually preparing for this uh, sun and Pisces season, and it sounds like you're in the flow of this uh, lunar eclipse uh, full moon in Leo season, um, especially if if the the relaxing and the surrendering and accepting kind of Piscean flow that you're in is energizing you and and and. and uh, and speaking to your heart, because Leo talks about the heart and, being, and having an open heart and having a light heart 
and a, an energetic heart, a playful heart, a childlike heart. Children aren't, aren't worried about their next job, <laughs> you know. And so that uh, it also sounds a lot like um, just the season that we're in. Energetically, we're wrapping up the last six months. Some of us need a rest after the last six months mm. we've had. And so it sounds like you're um, experiencing a little bit of that too. If if, if I if I'm able to ever dig in your chart off the air, then I could tell you exactly. But uh, in generally speaking, that's what's coming through. And I love that you don't sound panicked. I love that you don't sound. It sounds like when you're at a place when you can accept right where you are for what it is, knowing that the universe has got you and that you weren't you weren't brought this far to get to, for the bottom to just fall out, then that's when you know you're emotionally maturing, spiritually maturing, and you're flowing more in the vein of nature, the, of the natural flow and order where there is no fear. There is no, it's not even real, where there is no anxiety about my next meal or my next check, where there's just abundance <laughs> and there's just flow and there's just whatever it is, it just, is and we accept powerful like I say you sound like one of my mama's babies which I would just tell them right now you know encourage them to keep that up um, it, the extreme self care that you kind of describe is what I talk to them about a lot and they mirror it back to me you know I went swimming today and you know I took a walk in the park today and you know I took off work today I never take off work you know that kind of thing so um, I would be definitely happy to talk that. to you. Yes, I love it too. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I did you record you. That. Oh, you're yeah, welcome. I, thank I you so much say, for calling in. Yeah, it just it, it just it makes me feel really like soothed because I just think that if you, exactly. I've been through this routine like so many times before that it's like okay, I'm not going to freak out about it anymore. Like so, it just is comforting for what you're saying. And I like that you're saying that you're wrapping up the last six months. Cause I've been also saying that to myself too. I've been like, there's so much I went through the last six months. Like I am kind of exhausted. So just freaking rest. <laughs> so thank you Come for on. that. Um, you're yeah. Absolutely thank welcome. you so much. Thank, thank your higher self for that because you could be doing a lot of things right now. You could be having anxiety. I've talked to people that don't have, that are in between jobs. And all of them don't sound like you. A lot of them sound panicky. A lot of them sound like, you know, the world's going to end tomorrow if they don't get a new job by tomorrow. And so thank your higher self and thank uh, thank your higher self for, you know, communicating with you and thank yourself for acknowledging your higher self and surrendering to your higher self that knows better and that knows that this is not a time to freak out. This is a time to take a time out. So yeah, um, I, I do so love that. Your... <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I actually recorded your number, Jessica, and I would like to take this offline. If you're interested, I can call you tomorrow sometime when uh, in between consults, if that's okay. Okay. Sure. And that at least would be touch, great. at least touch bases with you. You know, we um, we could take this a little bit further, or we could I could just. You know, we could have another conversation and, and leave it at that. But it's 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 been my divine pleasure to talk to you, Jessica. Thank you so much. And if you'd like, I can put you back on hold so you can finish listening. 
Yeah, sure. I'd love to continue listening. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome very much. Thank you. Peace, Jessica. Exactly. Yay. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, hey, since we're on a roll and I got a caller from the 860 with their hand up, let's get it. (laughs) Peace, caller from the 860. You're on the air with Mama Dada. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm just You're wondering welcome if you so can much. Give... Calling. Hi, my name is Lisa, and I'm wondering if you can give me any insight on what the heck is going on with me. I'm sure um, I can, Lisa, and I'm sure I probably might have already um, with some of the sh- – I do this show every week, and so whatever's going on now, I promise you I talked about it a week ago. So this is a forecasting and predicting show, so I talk about things that go on about a week before they do. Um, what, what, and you know, briefly and generally, what, what, what are you wondering about energetically, spiritually, astrologically, just practically? What? What have I done in my life that it's so bad that I have such a bad life? I'm not a bad person, I don't think, but everything seems to come barreling down on me, whether I'm being kind or just standing there minding my business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're good. I can tell right now our, my conversation with you is going to be so deep. It doesn't have to be long, but it's going to be deep because when I hear someone communicating to me like you, Lisa, right, um, mm-hmm. then that lets me know that it's just going to take a shift in your framework and thinking and how, and I'm so glad I said the word framework. One of my favorite astrologers was talking about this time. He also does predicting. Um, And he was just saying that what's going to be vital and crucial coming up, especially the moon's in Libra right now. So for you to be feeling this way with the moon in Libra, you know, Venus rule, Venus brings the ease and the comfort. And if you're not feeling that right now, it definitely has to do with your framework, your mental frame that you live from and out of, how you see yourself. If you walk around and you see yourself as victorious and, and, and powerful, someone who can overcome, someone who is equal to or greater than any circumstance, event um, that they come up against, as opposed to someone who feels like I was reading the Pisces keywords, the very season we're coming up in, which is, Victimhood, victimization, um, feeling wrong, feeling, uh, you know, like life has served you, uh, dealt you a bad hand. And so what's going to be powerful you for you this Pisces season, especially to the degree that up until the 26th, what I want you to do, if I don't even get a chance to talk to you again, between now and the 26th, I want you to do something for your own self. I want you to write down on little pieces of paper, you can take one sheet, cut it up into, let's just say, 12 pieces. On each of those 12 pieces, I want you to write a fear, something you're afraid of that you don't want to be afraid of anymore. Uh, I I clear and release all the ways that I don't feel good enough. And you write that on the paper, you you take get the next piece of paper. I clear and release all the ways that I don't love myself unconditionally. Okay, that's two pieces. You get to that third paper. I clear and release, because this is a season of releasing and letting go. I clear and release all of the ways that I feel like a failure in my life. Okay? And you keep going down these pieces of paper until 
and you keep get you some sheets ready because I promise you once you get going, it's going to be difficult to stop, and you don't want to stop until your spirit has told you it's finished, you're done, you've written all you need to write. Then I want you to take these pieces of paper. If you're in a place where you can safely burn, be it in a barbecue pit outside, in a, in a stainless steel sink or something that won't burn on the inside, or even at the toilet. If you don't feel comfortable burning, I want you to get at that toilet and take these sheets of paper and read them out loud. Light you a candle and read them out loud. Have your little burning ceremony or releasing ceremony. And then I want you to tear the, if you're not going to burn them, I want you to tear those pieces of paper up after each one you say. And I'm, I want you to put all the emotion you got into it that you're going to clear and release, clear it out and release completely and totally. And I, as you finish reading, I want you to tear it up, drop it in that toilet. If you don't want to flush the toilet 12 plus times, then you get let them pile up a little bit, then flush. And as they flush down that toilet and you don't see them anymore and you got a clear toilet after you flush it, I want you to say and express out loud with your candle lit in your ceremony how thankful you are that you don't have to deal with those silly fears anymore, how thankful you are that you don't have to deal with those self-limiting doubts, beliefs anymore. I want you to have a party in the bathroom or out at the barbecue pit, wherever you're doing it, and celebrate so you don't forget, so your mind, your spirit, your soul doesn't forget that you don't deal with those silly fears anymore. Because guess what? When Pisces season, solar eclipse, new moon in Pisces season comes at, that's why I want you to do it before the 26th. Because after the 26th, you're going to be on to something brand new. Now that you're not caught up in the lower manifestations of Pisces and fear and self-undoing and confusion and chaos anymore, self-sabotage, you being your own worst hidden enemy, then you can graduate the higher manifestations of Pisces, which is everything that anybody with any sense of wanting something real would want. Anybody. Who wouldn't want unconditional love? Who wouldn't want compassion and peace? Who wouldn't want healing that's available in Pisces? Who wouldn't want to to be able to accept forgive, surrender to, and merge with any and everything that could come against them. And so that's what I have for you right now. I did record your number, Lisa, and I would like to contact you tomorrow at some point along with Jessica, and we can just see if there's anything else, you know, we could take it any further. That would be great. Does that sound okay, Lisa? How are you feeling right now? That gives me some hope. You're feeling hopeful. That's awesome. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's your higher self not giving up on yourself. Because if you had get, if you were a lost cause, you wouldn't even be feeling that right now. You'd be feeling like, oh, that sounds good what you said, but, yeah, life still sucks. So hopefulness is your higher self saying you're not going to give up on yourself. You do believe in a higher power and that there's more to life than the limited scope that you're seeing and vantage point that you're seeing things from. Now, I promise you, after you do this releasing ritual, you're going to expand even more. You're going to have even more hope because you will have combined your actions. It's like when I was reading the sample affirmations earlier and she's talking about combining action and practical, tangible, doable actions like 
flushing paper down the toilet with what you say you want. Either you want to be afraid, like I titled the show last week, or you, you want to live a nightmare or you want to live your dreams. And even like the, today's show titled, you want to live in fear or you want to live the sweet fantasy life that can be yours once you release all your fears and recognize that they're not even real. So, yes, Lisa, we will get together on tomorrow and and see where we can go from there, okay? Thank you so much for calling in and listening. And if you'd like, I can put you back on hold to finish listening. Yes, please. Thank you so much. No problem. It's my divine pleasure, Lisa. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> I just love connecting with people uh, on this um, topic, astrology, uh, the astrology that is that is them, that is us, because we get to take our power back. This might be the best season of all Pisces season because this is the season where you're either going to look fear in the eye and say, fuck fear, or this is the season that, if trust me, if you're afraid, you're not looking fear in the eye. Looking fear in the eye is not for the faint of heart. So you're either looking fear in the eye and you're facing your fears or you're drowning in the intoxication of these lower vibrations of escapism. Giving up, people who end up, you know, wanting to take their own lives and things like that, that is surrendering to the fear. That is giving up and not the very opposite of having hope. And that is them... I I don't have anything negative to say about people who choose to transition that way. My point is, is that they didn't have to. My point is, is they didn't have to surrender their power. That was the illusion. That's why Pisces deals with deception and self-undoing. Because you might have been your own worst hidden enemy, by giving in to the fear instead of facing the fear. It's only two it's only one or two things ways you're gonna handle fear. You're gonna give in to it and believe the lie, the deception, the illusion, the confusion, the chaos, the intoxication, the escapism, lower manifestational vibrations of Pisces, or you face that fear, you merge with it, you become one with it. That kicker. Wizard of Oz, pull back the curtain, and it's just this little peeny annie. That is, the fear was created in the hearts and the minds of those that didn't know they held the power. Everybody experiences fear. Everybody has to deal with fear. I deal with fear frequently. I almost, I, I told y'all last week about somebody almost hit me with a little baby in the car. And then here this week, <laughs> we get to a four-way stop sign, and this lady act like a car full of people. Once again, <laughs> passengers in the vehicle. And she said, she said she ain't got to stop at the four-way stop sign. I didn't know she wasn't going to stop. And I don't know if my how, you know, my response was. I just sat on my horn and followed her halfway down the street just so she won't forget. I need her to associate, like Lisa's going to associate, this releasing ritual with the fact that she's not dealing with bullshit-ass fear anymore. But I needed to associate to this lady, when you have a car full of people and you're dealing with another car, I wouldn't, my car wasn't full of people, but still, I'm 
pretty important. And, you know, my life is pretty valuable and priceless. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of care about not getting into an accident today. My point is, when you're when you're dealt when you're put in situations where you can choose to be afraid or choose to overcome through fear, take practice, train yourself, get into a new habit here in the new the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces. That's why I want y'all up through the twenty sixth, I want y'all to be working on letting go. Don't work on nothing new <laughs> unless it gotta do with letting go. Because you can't get nothing new and you riddled with fear. You can't get nothing new, and you confused and 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 dealing with lower vibrational entities on some escapism ish. What you gonna get new scrolling through Instagram? Not a damn thing. I'm talking to y'all like this because I want y'all to see the vital importance. He's saying to fit, look at, imagine yourself standing square up with fear. Look. Imagine fear. This fear is this big imaginary bully, right? So you walk up to fear like what? Fuck fear. Ain't nobody got time for that. We got a solar new moon eclipse in Pisces to get ready for. We ain't got time to be dealing with fear. It ain't even real. Everything you can say in your mind, because that's where the fear is created, you have to you have to square up with it. Am I really a loser? Let me square up with this. I'm a loser, right? Let me look this in the face and see if it, if if it's real or not. Does it really resonate? Is it really the truth? Is it is it really something I want to carry into my next six months, or is it something I need to release? So I can make room for what I really want, what I really crave. If Pisces got the nerve to be about imagination and dreams and fantasy, a place where there are no boundaries in Pisces, ain't that a place you want to do some seed planting from? Ain't that a place you want to uh, be putting, setting some new intentions in? And, you know, this is how this, between now and the 26th, this is how you break up the fallow ground. That stale, stuck, hard ground, and you got the nerve to want to plant some seeds, you better break that up. You better prepare your soil if you're trying to plant some new seeds and actually have something grow. Throw some seeds on some ground that ain't been broke up and see what you get, what comes up. As opposed to breaking up that fallow ground, saying, yeah, releasing is uncomfortable, you know, yeah. I have to come face-to-face with my fears and say fuck them, each and every one of them, one by one. It's going to take a little time because I got a lot of fears that I've been entertaining and lies I've been believing about myself. I've been my own worst enemy long enough. But I want something new after the 26th. So let me get on my accepting, accepting. That's one way to merge with anything, accept it. Oh, such and so cheated on me, and every person I done been with cheated on me, accept it. Because as soon as you do, as soon as you merge with that and you face it, you square up with it, then you get to see, oh, this is not even real. What's real is I keep, because I'm so afraid, of wanting what I know I deserve, I keep 
attracting and wanting stuff that I know ain't good for me. They got the same characteristics as the one before that, and that one cheated on me, and I picked one just like them. So it's it's not the truth that, oh, I'm just that person that gets cheated on. Eh, Can't do nothing about it. That's a lie. That's a deception. That's you deceiving yourself so you can feel better about getting cheated on instead of squaring up with yourself, looking in the mirror and saying, huh, maybe the issue is with me knowing my value and my worth because then I wouldn't be sitting up looking at somebody to feel any kind of void in my life anyway. wouldn't be no void because I'd be loving myself to overflowing, unconditionally loving myself, having compassion for myself. Maybe this Pisces season, you need to have compassion on your own self. You need to learn how to selflessly and unconditionally love your own self without expecting nothing. I'm going to get up every day. I'm going to beautify myself. I'm going to pay attention to myself. I'm going to see what my needs are. I'm going to address my inner child and see if my inner child has any needs. I'm going to do everything I would want a partner to do for myself. I'm going to compliment myself. I'm going to take myself out. I'm going to splurge on myself. I'm going to fill my cup up to overflowing. And I'm not going to expect nothing in return. If I don't get a romantic partner for the next 10 years, I'm going to still get up every day and do it. Why? Because I deserve it. Period, point blank. If I got the nerve to say that's what I want, I need to be the one supplying it first. If I ever expect anybody else to pour anything into my cup, I got to get real comfortable with saying no to good things so I can say yes to great things, the great things that are meant for me. You come by here talking that talk and you're not about that life? No, because I deserve better. I give myself better, so how dare I let you give me anything less? No, I'm releasing that. I'm clearing and releasing all the ways that I entertain things that aren't in my highest good and the highest good of all involved. No, I'm not going to let somebody come in just for a night, just for a thrill, just for a whim, just for a stand. No, I'm going to take a stand, and I'm going to stand for what I really want. If I really want something long-term and committed and, and, and romantic, I got to say no to the BS that don't look like that because it ain't nothing that could come along that I could waste my time with that would be worth the time I could have been loving on me unconditionally and doing a way better job than a lot of these through when they come through. Half-ass, mediocre, average, no. Because I'm not average. I'm not mediocre. None of us are. But a lot of us don't recognize it because we're riddled with fear. A lot of us don't recognize it because we've been self-undoing our own lives for so long we scared to do something else. I've been sabotaging my romantic life. How dare I act like I'm going to do something different? How dare you act like you're not? Things are changing. If eclipse season don't show you nothing at all, it's supposed to show you that things are changing. We're evolving. You heard the, the uh, Jessica say how she's feeling a certain transition period. She's got transition in, in a myriad of ways, going through the employment or job or or. Ma- Jessica may find out 
like I found out, ain't no next job. The next job is the job I provide for myself. The next job is the job I give myself. The next paycheck I get, I'm going to be signing it. Who knows? That's why I say you got to consult with your higher self. But Pisces is going to show you through the time of meditation and quiet time, some of the key words that I mentioned earlier that Jessica is exhibiting beautifully. My mama's babies just remind me of them. You're going to, that's where you get to go deep enough, especially once you say fuck fear. Because then you get to go to these places where normally or previously you would have been scared. A lot of people don't meditate because they're scared. <laughs> Point blank. They don't know what's going to happen. They don't know if they're going to go somewhere and not come back. <laughs> like, a lot of people, they won't say it, but they're scared. That's why it's the same area of space, meditation and yoga and fear. Come on. Fear of the unknown. We're exploring the unknown together, y'all. This this weekend, the sun goes into Pisces. Uh, I got about 20 minutes left, y'all, and I do want to get in some of this week ahead astrology, if you just bear with me, so I can have it on record uh, if somebody's listening to this in the week ahead, how to master these energies. Yes. Okay, so we come into the week. Um, we're doing Sunday the 19th through Saturday the 25th. And we come into the week on Sunday, of course, with the moon in Sagittarius, where we had the quarter moon, that last quarter moon before the new moon. Uh, yes. Ooh, wait a minute, y'all. Okay, yeah, it's on the 26th. I was like, did I skip? Is in the new moon on the 26th? It is. So we're we're not talking about the new moon this week. I'm going to talk to y'all about that next week. But in our week ahead, we come in with the moon and Sag. So the week should start off good. Sunday is going to be this day. I mean, it doesn't even go void on Sunday. So all day Sunday, the moon is in Sagittarius. And so uh, we will have already had the quarter moon. We, we will have turned the corner, ready to take a leap of faith. So Sunday, we're probably going to be feeling really optimistic about the week ahead, about the, se- the Pisces season ahead, and about the next six months ahead. So that's going to bode well. Uh, for anything, you're going to need that energy to get done. Think about it. However you need to, that's a powerful energy to start a weekend, y'all. So whatever you need to do to charge yourself up, I told um, uh, Lisa that this was through the 26th. It's still a good time to do these releasing rituals. It's, It's still good. It's still good. Maybe after the quarter moon, some will have, you know, challenged you to say, you know what, I'm going to take this final eight days before the new moon, and I'm a, I'm going to utilize this access I have right now on the Sunday in our week ahead to this um, high optimism energy, um, positivity, um, feeling adventurous. When you're feeling adventurous, that's the time to do something you're scared to do because in moon and sad, you'll be emotionally satisfied to just go off on that long-distance journey to just start that course or um, – Learn something, study, teach, okay? So that's Sunday. Monday evening, so even most of Monday, moon's still going to be in Sag. If you do clock in 9 to 5 somewhere, it should be really good energy to set a positive tone for the week ahead, okay? Um, Monday evening, 5.37 p.m., the moon conjuncts Saturn and sends the moon into void status for 7 hours and 31 minutes. 
Um, the moon does not enter Capricorn until 1.08 a.m. Central on Tuesday, early rising. So Monday night's going to be kind of like Friday night this week, um, a really good night to get some peaceful rest. If you lost anything, avoid moons are really good to look for things and find them. I've had um, success with that, me and my mama's babies. Uh, but Monday night, I, I don't know, unless you just got it like that, um, you're probably not doing any de- uh um, you're not going to go on a new date. Um, it's in the evening, so I'm not worried about y'all having, like, interviews or anything Monday evening. Um, but Monday evening, late night, 10.01 p.m. Central, Mercury sextiles Uranus. I told you I was going to discuss this with y'all in this um, week ahead. Monday the 20th, 10.01 p.m. Central, Mercury at 21 degrees is sextiling Uranus at 21 degrees, Mercury in Aquarius and Uranus in Aries. And so... It's more of the same. When, when, when I'm talking to you about a contact between Mercury and Uranus, and right now, today, Mercury is in Aquarius that is governed by Uranus, then I'm talking about very similar energies and feelings, okay? I don't know about you. I know uh, the day that Mercury went into Aquarius and we had the show that week, I talked to you all about that and how it felt a little Mercury retrograde like when Mercury in, ingresses into these new signs and shifts energy, you can feel it. And when it went into Aquarius, boy, I could feel it. And it was popping up in, in, in circumstances and events everywhere. But here in the week ahead, as of Monday night, um, it, leading into Monday night, y'all know if you've been listening to me for any length of time, these um, al- alignments don't happen in a vacuum. It's, it's exact Monday night, but you're going to be sensing this energy leading up to that point and, and, and for some a short time after. But Mercury sextile, Uranus, okay, it's going to be Mercury messages, communication, and Uranus stimulation, Excitement, okay? So that's exciting news, exciting communications potentially, okay? Stimulating conversations. Um, Uranus is the change, changing up the routine, a sudden unexpected change. So I want you all to stay flexible. Thank God the moon's going to be in Sag, and we're already going to be expecting great things. And then with this Mercury sextile Uranus alignment early on in the week, even better. It bodes even better for our mental, our mercury mind to attract suddenly and unexpectedly good news to us, great events and experiences to ourselves because moons and sads and we're so happy to have faith that things are going to work out anyway. So next week early on is looking really, really good, especially since we've turned a corner at the very, very end of this week and starting our week off in that energy of change, of shifting, of adjusting, of fixing things that need to be fixed before the 26th. So uh, you could easily, uh, Uranus are those flashes of insight. You can make a new discovery or just have a flash of insight that totally aids you in this corner turning that you're doing uh, to even further and quicker with Uranus. Is, Mercury is already a quick moving planet, and Uranus is its higher octave. Now it rotates and, and um it cycles through longer. Of course, it has an 84-year cycle, but it represents an energy that does talk about lightning, that does talk about flashes of insight, that does talk about electrical impulses. So it governs an energy that moves really quick. 
Um, and so that's how quick an insight could come to you or an awareness. It could just be an awareness. Maybe talking to Jessica or Lisa today, I, I, I introduced them to or put them in contact with an awareness or some insights that they hadn't previously come in contact with. And, and things like that can change you. It can change the course of your life. That's why all surprises aren't bad, you know. And if you truly believe, like one of my favorite astrologers says, that the universe is wise and loving and that all things do work together for your good and they're working out for your favor, just like Pisces season teaches us, we can merge with anything. If you truly believe that and you, and you become fearless instead of fearful, then you get to see the other side of fear, which is so exciting and stimulating, and it can break up your routine, you know. So Monday, be around Monday, leading into Monday, starting your week out and in the week ahead, be flexible. I know, make your plans, put your stuff on your calendar, but be in a mind frame and a heart space that says, hey, if I get interrupted or if, you know, something out of the ordinary happens, I'm going to roll with it with a happy heart, with a heart full of joy and great expectancy that this was just the change. This was just the breaking routine. This was just the infusion of fresh, revitalizing energy that I've been waiting on, that I've been needing to help me clear the, continue to clear the path. The moon's still going to be waning when this alignment happens, okay? Now, people that were born with Mercury sextile Uranus in their natal chart, like Paulo Coelho, Stefan Curry, Latoya Jackson, Janae Eiko, Bobby Christina Brown, and Jimmy Swagger. I threw that in for a reason. <laughs> um, these people, they came here with genius intellects. They're clever people. Um, they're quick learners. They need their brain to constantly be stimulated. Um, these people tend to be good at things like science and math and, and computers. So they have like a more technical brain. And, and their thinking is more oriented toward the future. And these tend to be open-minded people. That's what I want you all to be early next week. I want you all to be open-minded, okay? And uh, this also gives the potential for some psychic ability as well as uh, the ability to develop lucid dreaming and um, talent for subjects like astrology. These people would be good at it, hence um, Paulo Coelho. But even when you're thinking about Stefan Curry, the, the genius that it takes for him to calculate where he needs to be and when he needs to release the ball, this guy's like a basketball genius. And so even Jimmy Swagger, I mean, uh, his, uh, his Mercury is an Aquarius just like Stefan Curry's. But you can see how under this influence, people can use their genius for evil instead of good. Um, but still, it's a good alignment in our week ahead, especially if you need a fresh insight to help you turn this corner that you may need to turn to get successfully, energetically to the new moon, solar eclipse, and Pisces on the 26th. Tuesday, the 21st, 1.08 a.m. Central, the moon enters Capricorn. Remember, it went void for 7 hours and 31 minutes um, on Monday evening. And Tuesday, early, early rising. By the time you rise up on Tuesday, the moon will be in Capricorn. So we will have gone from... Sagittarius that's, you know, optimistic, hopeful, full of faith, adventure, and fun, and humor, 
to Capricorn by Tuesday when you rise up that says it's time to get down to business. Now, we done turned the corner on Saturday, the week before, leading into the week ahead. Moon's in Sag. We ain't had no excuse not to feel great because the energy's there uh, to take us higher no matter what. Sag's going to take you higher. I don't care where you at. By the time the moon goes into Sag, it's gonna, it, the energy will be there to go higher, to go um, further with wherever you're at in a positive way. Tuesday, when you rise up, you're going to be ready to work, okay? Capricorn is serious business. Capricorn is about, like any other earth sign, it's about producing, having something constructive or productive to show for their energy that they've spent. With the moon here, it's talking about emotional energy. The emotional energy that will be satisfied to spend is going to be emotional energy to applying it to whatever we need to push past. Look, because Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, which can be the obstacles and the delays, but we'll be emotionally satisfied. We're not scared to work emotionally when the moon's in Capricorn. If we have to, um, you know, push past some difficult obstacles, we, we can do it. We've got extra discipline and patience when the moon is in Capricorn to forego the satisfaction of short-term gains for longer-term achievements. We're, we, don't, we don't mind delaying pleasure when the moon's in Capricorn if it means getting the substance or something productive to show for what we're doing. We want to get as much bang for our buck as we can when the moon's in Capricorn. So it's it's our emotions here in the week ahead um, when we rise up on Tuesday is going to be put into what we need to get done, okay? Um, uh, it, we're just going to be really practical. It's not going to be so emotional because any emotions that we're experiencing, we're going to put it to like just like the sea goat getting up that to the top of that mountain, we're going to be putting that energy into what's going to be getting us closer to our goals. We we will have already turned shifted and turned a corner by then, and we're you know be in the home stretch towards the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces. So we're going to be in the mind frame as of Tuesday. What work, what hard work, smart work, or heart work needs to be done to get to this? solar new moon eclipse in Pisces with all of our baggage cleared out as much as possible and, and, and our spaces made that we want to be filled with the things we actually want, our sweet fantasies. We've cleared out all the fears. We've cleared out all the nightmares. We've cleared out all the lies and deception. We've cleared out all the confusion and the chaos, and we've accepted and surrendered and forgiven and we put ourselves energetically in a position to receive what we're going to start saying to the universe that we want leading up to this um, solar new moon eclipse in Pisces, okay? So um, uh, some great activities while the moon's in Capricorn is um, putting together a proposal, considering investments, that's investments of all kinds of time, of energy, relational investments, because uh, we're thinking practically, right? That's a, if you need to if you need to take your emotions out of it and think practically about something here in the week ahead when the moon's in Capricorn, this is the time because it's not going to be about your feelings. You're going to be able to 
see things objectively? Is it is it getting you don't think practically? Is this getting me toward my goal of what I actually say that I want or that I'm about to start declaring to the universe that I want in solar new moon eclipse and Pisces season? Is this what I want to be dealing with for my next six months ahead? Let's think practically right about right about now. Is this going to get me closer to my goal or is this going to keep me uh, blocked? And, and, and dealing with obstacles and delays. Um, Capricorn's the boss. When the moon's in Capricorn, we're going to be emotionally satisfied to take control of whatever situations we're in, okay? Um, speaking with authority, um, working with um, a, a Capricorn person who would be like an elder or a mentor or an authority figure or a parent. You may find that you're emotionally satisfied in the week ahead when the moon's in Capricorn you know, I've turned my corner, I'm feeling, you know, optimistic, but the moon's in Capricorn now and I'm seeing things for how they really are and I'm feeling a little discouraged again. Maybe that's when you seek out, you know, an elder um, or an authority on a particular topic or information like astrology, right? Um, Wednesday, the 22nd, 924 p.m. Central, the moon squares Jupiter and goes void for 13 hours and 53 minutes. Oh, Lord. Hold on, y'all. It is Capricorn, goes void. Okay, I just messed up my notes, but it's all good. The moon enters Capricorn. Uh, and then it goes voice. So the moon's only in Capricorn. Now, everything I just told you all about the goodness of the moon being in Capricorn isn't going to be that long uh, from Tuesday when you rise up to Wednesday night. Wednesday night, the moon goes void again for 13 hours, and it doesn't go into Aquarius until Thursday rising, 11, 17 a.m. Central. Uh, when the moon does go into Aquarius, we're going to be ready for something new. So for all the things you were getting practical about while and getting, you know, down to business, taking seriously, handling practical affairs, by the time the moon enters Aquarius Thursday, uh, almost afternoon, we'll be ready to do something new. It'll be more of that energy earlier in the week of Mercury sextiling Uranus because Uranus governs this Aquarius that the moon's going to be going through as of Thursday, um, almost afternoon. We'll be calmed down. It'll calm us down, and we'll crave something new. We're going to crave a breakthrough. We'll, by that time, we'll probably be so ready for the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces. It's not even going to be funny, and we won't have long to wait because the very next sign after Aquarius is Pisces. So, um, But, yeah, we'll probably be raring to go, raring to step outside of the box, ready, raring to, um, you know, be on the cutting edge, raring to uh, go back to the future, raring to... Um, um, break out, you know, break away from uh, overly emoting, you know, um, which probably wasn't going on while the moon's in Pisces, but who knows what's going on with you specifically. Uh, But we'll be ready for something new. We'll be ready for that new moon. So while the moon's in, in Aquarius, definitely get your Aquarian, you know, it, you kind of reach back to because the sun will be in Pisces by then, so it's kind of be a throwback to Aquarius. Do something rebellious, anti-matrix. You know, like um, you can get some energy work done. Yeah, that's a moon in Aquarius is a good time to get some Reiki, reflexology, acupuncture, acupressure. 
energy work in general. It's a good um, uh, energy to plan ahead, you know, conceptualizing ahead for something. Like I said, planning ahead for that solar and moon eclipse in Pisces, you know, just writing it down. Aquarius is an air sign, so it's probably going to be, like I said, insights, flashes of insights and ideas coming left and right. Have a pencil and paper handy as of Thursday 11:17 a.m. Central because it's going to be coming. Uh, you you may feel inclined to have mass communication via email or um, social media, okay? Or mixing mixing and mingling, connecting work, networking. This is the area where you would connect with groups, okay? Um, and then that energy takes us all the way into Saturday. Saturday, 12:11 p.m. Central. The moon goes void for just four hours and 56 minutes. So just about five hours, the moon goes void. Um, Saturday afternoon, from 12:11 to let's see here. Okay, until that evening, 6:24 p.m. Central, when the moon does finally enter Pisces. And you know that the very next day is that solar new moon eclipse. So I'm taking y'all all all the way there. Uh, Mercury enters Pisces while the moon is void in Aquarius. And so Saturday, 5.07 p.m. Central, that's when Mercury enters Pisces. And our thinking process totally switches up from how it's been in Aquarius with things going so fast and flashes of insights everywhere and ideas coming out of nowhere all the time and thinking about the future and, you know, thinking outside the box, getting outside of your comfort zone as of Saturday evening and leading up to that, Mercury and Pisces is going to be on something altogether different. It's going to be Mercury mind, communication, thinking processes, but in Pisces it's more intuitive. Our thinking process, you're not computing one, two, three, A, B, C, you're just like Jessica, just being. <laughs> you're just being and you're letting the wisdom and insight come to you intuitively. Your intuition is never wrong. Your gut is never wrong. Uh, our, our thinking processes are not only more intuitive in, while Mercury is in Pisces, but it's more imaginative. All these other Piscean keywords I've already talked about. Our thinking processes are more visual. We're going to be seeing clearly through symbology, through colors, through shapes, through sounds. We're going to identify more closely and, and readily and understand perfectly more those types of communication than verbal communication, okay, and literal and and language um, communication. It's going to be a whole nother language that we perceive and interpret and understand and have our thinking process go through. Um, Definitely Pisces is a water sign, so we're going to be communicating more emotionally, Okay, at at the point where Mercury joins the sun in Pisces. And so um, our thoughts, our communication style is going to be colored with emotion. It's going to be real. It's going to be, and we're going to be more intuitive. So it's going to be real hard while Mercury is in Pisces to kind of pull the wool over people because they'll be able to feel you. Gut intuition never lies. You can set up here all you want to and say, oh, I'm great. I'm awesome. I'm wonderful. And your, your emotions are going to tell on you, even when you don't want to tell on yourself. So we're going to be expressing ourselves more with imagery, with 
emotionally um, and intuitively, and we're going to be attracted to information that raises our consciousness, okay? Um, it may, now Pisces is that energy where you can't really pin anything down. When you're trying to manage details or pin things down while Mercury's in Pisces, it could be a lot more difficult, but it's going to be such a creative time, okay? Um but you, we, like I say, we won't really be able to rely as much on our wit and on our calculus. Somebody like me who's real technical and all that, thank God I have a spiritual side because I'm going to need it here while Mercury is in Pisces. Um, while Mercury is in Pisces, people who are artists and poets and healers and spiritual seekers um, and those that don't rely on objective evidence, to validate, confirm, or shape their reality is going to be perfect for all of us, right? That's what I was talking about last week. If you're, while the sun's in Pisces, you know, um, if you are having sexual relations, it's it's going to serve you better if they're relations that are of a higher nature, like more tantric sexual relations or spiritually connecting with somebody um, more so than physically, okay? Um, just talking to people, it may, like, be fuzzy, like kind of like Mercury retrograde-ish, you know, but the more that's why you can't in this season rely on what people are saying. You have to rely on what you're feeling coming from people, okay? And I'll dig into it a little bit more um, next week. I got some horoscopes for you guys, for Pisces. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to open it up with the one for Pisces, just as a, a shout-out to y'all. Happy, happy, happy solar return season, all mamas, Pisces. Um, but during Mercury and Pisces, Pisces, you're going to be more open with your ideas, thoughts, and opinions. You're going to want to share what's on your mind. You uh, will probably be able to freely give advice and talk things over with other people, and you can be real curious about the world, so, you know, learning new information, perceiving and picking up on things real easily. Um, This is your season, Pisces, so that ought to be real easy for you. And you can work on lots of smaller projects and short-term plans and be more sociable. And I got plenty for the rest of you guys next week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us once again. Y'all know we stay ahead. Connect with us. Stay connected to us uh, through all the social media sites that I've uh, mentioned under Mama Dada Astrology and Inner Peace Lighthouse and my astrology coach. We love you guys. Stay in contact. Connect with us.